When they were young, the world seemed so much fun. It's on this day with backseat coaches. Another day, another on this day. And you weren't expecting this, were you, listeners? Oh, a bolt out of the blue. They've, they've brought it back by they've, popular demand. Very much one by person, popular Well, one person said. said, yeah, it was quite good. Uh, <laughs> that one thing you did for like two months. <laughs> we did it for ages, didn't we? Right yeah. at the start of lockdown one. Um, yeah, we. this is a f- format that we, we both quite enjoyed, but it was a lot of work to do it every day like we were doing originally. Um, so we're going to bring it back on our off weeks. So when we've not got a regular episode, you can listen in and you will get a, a little snippet of history, a little snippet of something that happened, not necessarily exactly on the day that it comes out, but around there. Yeah, in and around. In and around. I mean, like margin of error. That's all right, isn't it? Because there's more <laughs> to choose from, doesn't it? And then you have to listen to some of the rubbish ones that we came up with as well when we were scouring and like oh, nothing this happened. Day, sport sport happened. <laughs> yeah, some sport. It's usually baseball. There's loads of baseball, isn't there? There's always baseball yeah, every day. So much baseball. Baseball. But that's not what we've got this day. So we are looking at the twenty fifth of January, which will be in a couple of days, I think, from when this is released. So if you want to save it, if you want to turn off now and save it until the actual day so you can sort of feel the real vibes, uh, you're welcome to do so. Um, this is the 25th of January, 1924. And this is the date that the first ever Winter Olympic Games were held or began on the, in Chamonix, France. How many events did they have in the first Winter Olympics? Just skiing? I, I can tell you there was a lot of skiing by the sounds of it, although a, a lot of skating. A lot of, they had a lot of ice skating, figure skating, all speed skating. Um, and then oh, a lot okay. of skiing as well. And they had 16 different events, apparently, across. I've got, I've got the list if you want them. So we have bobsleigh, curling, ice hockey, skating, figure skating, speed skating, Nordic skiing, cross-country skiing, Nordic combined, which I don't, I don't know what that is. Unless it... Is that the shooting one? Possibly. One? But there, there is also one called military patrol, which I thought would probably the biathlon, military shooting, skiing one. Is that is that how they got away with not paying security? <laughs> yeah, oh just, no, it's, 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 it's a an sport. event. It's an event. <laughs> you don't get paid. You are a competitor. <laughs> First person to shoot somebody who looks a bit suspicious wins. <laughs> First person to keep all the athletes safe wins. <laughs> <laughs> possibly possibly that's how it works so that was those are the different events uh there were 16 countries which participated i didn't write down the whole list of countries but it was mostly nordic sort of countries um by the sounds of it there was 258 different athletes do you want to guess how many of them were women oh like six more than that it was 11 so that was quite progressive of them wasn't it to have 11 whole women on there (laughs) Um, i imagine all of those women were probably figure skaters i can't imagine yeah yeah there was many other certainly not ice hockey and stuff um the first ever winter olympic games was not called the winter olympic games at the time though this is what i thought was quite an interesting fact um was it called big old snowball fight (laughs) Possibly. International snowball fight. In, like, possibly <laughs> informally. That's what it was known as. Uh, <laughs> officially, it was known as the Winter Sports Week. Um, it was sanctioned by the French Olympic Committee. 
uh, after years and years. The, the Olympics have been going for quite a while by this point, the Summer Olympics. Yeah. And a couple of the winter sports had been represented at the Summer Olympics, interestingly. Yes. Yeah, like yeah. ice hockey and uh, there was something else. I think maybe it was one of the, oh, it was one of the figure skating things, I think. Um, cause they, the same people who won the medals at the summer Olympics won them at the winter Olympics. Um, unsurprisingly, but yeah, it was not considered to be an actual Olympics until after the fact when they saw, oh, loads of people came and saw this. There was like 10,000 spectators. Um, I'm not sure if that's across the whole thing or just on the opening day. That was not clear in the article I read. 10,000, yeah. 10,000 okay. isn't, isn't that many for an Olympics, is it really? Not now, no. Mm. It, if if it is ten thousand for say the first or like the opening ceremony yeah, or, or what that, have that you, would be a lot. That's quite a lot, isn't yes, it? Yes, agreed. Ten thousand yeah. across a week is nothing. Really. Yeah, it was like two weeks in the end, so it's not that many. If it's if it's <laughs> across that, so I think it's got. It must be for. It must have been for the opening or maybe the closing games. Once it got a bit of, a uh, bit of traction going, maybe that's yeah, the ten thousand people. Um, <laughs> that's why I went on for two weeks. Is we'll keep this going until we've, <laughs> we've got, had, enough, got people. enough people here to pay for it <laughs> to make it. Yeah, well, possibly <laughs> to make it into an Olympic event. What I love on this article was that it said uh, the amount of spectators was ten thousand and four people, not ten thousand. Ten thousand, very, very specifically, ten thousand and four. Well, if you can be specific, why not? It's true, but I <laughs> thought they would have rounded it down. I mean, those numbers can't be perfectly accurate, can they? Surely, I would have rounded it up to the next ten thousand, next twenty thousand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you reckon those four were very important people? So they did like the full crowd, <laughs> yeah. and then it was just well, those four were very special. So we make sure we include those. Ten thousand. And also you four. <laughs> yeah, and you four. You special four. You special boys. <laughs> um, the first ever Olympic or Winter Olympic champion was an American by the names of Charles Dutraw. Um, he won the 500 meter speed skating on day two. Uh, is 500 mm. meters? I, I don't watch speed skating. You ever watched speed skating? Yeah, I watched, I watched yeah, a bit of it with Elise Christie, but I've never watched it religiously i don't know if 500 meters is still a distance that we do seems like quite a long way it, it i think so i think they do 500 and like 1k and like mm -hmm. one and a half k it's quite a few laps okay because it's it, it's quite a small yeah, i was track. gonna say it's quite a short track isn't it that's what it, it didn't know what it's called short track speed skating yeah so maybe they have long track speed skating as well they do, yeah. Yeah, they oh, do. okay, fair enough. Then there you go. Uh, so maybe Charles Dutra would be involved in that to this day. Probably not. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the dominant athlete was a guy called Klaas Thunberg from Finland. Uh, he won five different medals across three uh, across five different speed skating events. So Charles Dutra must have done pretty well to have won a speed skating event because there yeah. can't have been that many. <laughs> and Klaas won most of them. <laughs> Unless they had 500, 600, 700 metres. Well, there was only 16 events, remember? <laughs> so oh, they can't yeah, have that many. <laughs> so, yeah, he must have meddled in all of the events. But to be fair, when there's only 250 athletes, you're probably going to be in a lot of the stuff, aren't you? Yeah. So you... You'd feel a bit hard done by if he didn't come away with a medal. Yeah, yeah. If you <laughs> if you were one of the few who didn't, well, it seems like a lot of people got multiple medals like this guy. So it seems like maybe a lot of them weren't successful. 
bobsleigh and figure figure skating. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, certainly. <laughs> Uh, there was a woman there by the name of Sonia Henny or Haney, not sure how it's pronounced. Uh, she's a Norwegian. Um, she was one of the 11 women. She was only 11 years old uh, and uh, was, I think she competed in the, yes, figure skating. She be- she went on to become one of the most prolific figure skaters of all time. Um, but obviously she was only 11 years old, came dead last in this tournament. But massive fan favourite. Everyone loved her. Oh, yeah, I can imagine, yeah. And she not only went on to be a massively dominant uh, figure skater with three Olympic golds, 10 world championship golds, and six six European championship golds, um, but she also became one of the highest paid stars in Hollywood later in life. Um, Yeah. And she did, originally her films were about figure skating, but then she went off to do more and more different films. Because that's very niche. It is quite niche, yeah. Although it would yeah. look quite nice on black and white film, I would have thought, ice skating. Because it's kind of black and white already, isn't it? Ice is just white, and then I guess the people wear black. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they can. Yeah, and spangly, I suppose. Spangly, that's kind of white, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I think it is quite spangly. Yeah. Um, but I did see some photos of this Olympic Games, and it looks amazing so the old style dress and stuff that they were wearing and the old style skis and stuff uh, just like literally two planks of wood pretty much yeah they've just bolted <laughs> some wood to their feet and that's what that'll do with their with their coattails flapping behind them <laughs> yeah. and like full top hats on and monocles yeah. <laughs> just it's... the canes they normally work walk with they're using as their poles to go down and they're smoking a pipe at the same time you know <laughs> all these things um, one of the most in- interesting parts of the tournament was the ice hockey competition. You want to guess who won? Russia. No, it was Canada, of course. Um, really? Well, they invented it, so I guess they, they had to win it. They had a professional league and all this stuff. Um, the team that they sent was actually, the, they were the Toronto Granites, which was the team that had won the Canadian Hockey League that year. So they didn't send a national team. They just sent one of the club teams. I like that idea. And me. That's that's cool. That's what I think. That's, that's what USA Ultimate Ultimate Frisbee used to mm. do. They just sent, um, yeah, whoever won the US Nationals. Yeah. It makes sense because um, of the chemistry, doesn't it? Like, you've played with yeah. that person so much, you're going to be better than playing with even a better player yes. just that you've not played with for a long time. Yeah. I think they should they should try it try it on uh, i guess it's the world it's like the super cup so i guess they try it in like football mm. and whatnot have a world cup made out of the best club the teams, best club teams. yeah they do they have, have the club they, world cup don't they and stuff yeah mm. but it, it never gets very much like gravitas no and i guess it, with football because they're all different nationalities generally now the football is a very yeah. metropolitan sport it's hard to yeah. make a national team out of the players from one club yeah you'd have to you'd have to get like a conference team or something that'd be the only teams that have got all english players well uh, then that's the way forward yeah, you can that's only... <laughs> <laughs> um the interesting thing about it is that canada they obviously absolutely destroyed the competition um they won their first three games by an aggregate score of 85 to nil three shutouts <laughs> <laughs> they absolutely dominated it yeah. 
<laughs> they beat the Swiss and the Czechs and the Swedish without letting in a single goal. And they eventually won the tournament with an aggregate score of 122 to 3. So, oh, but they're well annoyed they let three goals in. I imagine they probably weren't let back into Canada for letting in three goals at the mm. Olympic Games. <laughs> Do you want to hear how old Blighty got on? How GB got on? We did send a team. Go on then. We sent 44 yes. competitors out of 250 odds. Oh, so that's a lot, yeah. Surprising amount, really. And we managed to take home four medals, which is actually better than we do nice. quite a lot of the time at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> We've gotten better recently, but until recent history, we'd be struggling to get that many medals. Um, we were, th- oh, sorry, we were fourth on the medal table. We were joint third with the US on golds, but the US got one more silver than us. So they managed to wow. just beat us in the in the medal table. Now the US like dominate it. Did they? Is that did they win the? Uh, uh, Norway won the last medal table. Did they? I think, because they won yeah. this. They won this one as well. Really? By, a, by a distance as well. I think USA are doing better and better now that they're adding. Um, more extreme sports the stunts yeah the things that americans really love like the x game sports that yeah. are now in the winter olympics yeah so ski jumping was a sport at this olympics there was a ski jumping medal but that would probably be oh, only I, w- I wouldn't do ski jumping now i would not have done ski jumping way back when fully agree <laughs> yeah <laughs> skis now are like they have specific skis for ski jumping with like the massive things that are meant to like shield your fall if you don't land exactly right and like they'll tilt yeah. you back they didn't have those i don't think in this days <laughs> this was literally <laughs> you're like you've got to land on a plank of wood perfectly otherwise you are going you are going yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but apparently there was like a a skill aspect to it as we shall hear later to the uh the ski jumping there wasn't just like who can go the furthest there was also like a who can look the coolest in doing it really yeah Is apparently it, so like it was judged on yeah. who can look the coolest. I, I don't know if that was the, the specific <laughs> wording, but <laughs> I think that was the gist of it. Yeah, in the same way as like uh, gymnastics is. It's like, well, it's not who looks the coolest in gymnastics, but <laughs> who's got the most flourishes? Yeah, <laughs> but like diving, probably more like. Yeah. Um, two interesting facts to close out the the first ever winter olympic games uh, at the closing of the games at the closing ceremony a prize was awarded for a sport that wasn't in the championships wasn't in the olympics because it did not lend itself very well to a tournament um and it was for mountaineering or alpinisme in french apparently um it was awarded to pierre de coubertin uh oh no sorry it was awarded by Pierre de Coubertin, to uh, Charles Granville Bruce, who was the leader of an expedition that tried to climb Mount Everest in 1922. Uh, So this is like um, something that's happened in the last year or something gets gets this award. Yeah, I guess so. Some sort of mountaineering. Yes, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, that was, they gave the award to Charles Granville Bruce. Couldn't find any record of another award ever being given out for mountaineering um so this might have been the one and only ever uh, <laughs> it wasn't popular <laughs> apparently not no <laughs> but it's quite interesting isn't it it's an interesting i guess because they didn't think of it as an olympics until afterwards it was like post just do what do what they want yeah exactly yeah <laughs> we may as well just like we make it like the nobel prize and we'll just give it out just give it out to whoever 
Yeah. That's, a, that's how they do the Nobel Prize, isn't it? They just give it out to whoever. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, sort of, because you're not allowed to know the uh, list of nominees for Nobel Prizes, are you? They never release the list of nominees. I didn't know that. So I guess it's similar. Like, they are, oh, yeah, oh, really hard to pick, really hard to yeah. pick. We never know. No, there's just one name on the ballot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we picked it years ago. Um, the most interesting story, the final story to round it out. Um, the final medal for the Games was not handed out until 1974. Um, it was the bronze medal for the ski jumping. And it was originally given to a guy called Thorleif Haug, who was a, a just he was known as the king of the skis. He'd won three other golds in skiing events. Um, and just like the most of his skiing events were races like cross-country races endurance stuff um but he was he got to the end and he was like well i may as well do the ski jump as well so just went down the ski jump and then won the bronze like he'd never ski jumped before (laughs) apparently he was not he was not a proficient ski jumper he was an excellent skier but hadn't really done ski jump before but well uh, you just point them straight don't you (laughs) yeah just go off the jump it'll be all right he probably did it right at the end of one of his races he was like i'm skiing already why not i'm just gonna carry on (laughs) It's just a bit of a shortcut, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. gets, gets you down the mountain much quicker. It's true, and in much more style, and that's the important thing. <laughs> but but um, Thorleif Haug was given it at, at the Olympics, but in 1974, a guy, came, a guy named uh, Jakob Varga, who I have no idea who he is, um, discovered that the marking for the ski jumping was, had been incorrectly added up. And Thorleif Haug's score was actually 0.95, I think it was, or 0.095, less than a guy called Anders Haugen of the USA, um, who had never, who didn't get another medal. He, he hadn't had a medal at the Olympics. Oh, that was his one event. It was, yeah, it was his one thing that he was doing well in, and he ended up fourth. But uh, at the age of 86, they actually gave the medal to Anders Haug, and he was still alive. Uh, Thorleif Haug had died many years before, but um, his daughter gave it to Anders Haugen, uh, 86 years old. How, how do they still have the results? Yeah. And how has it taken them so long to realise, oh, I, you, you can't add? I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't work out who this guy Jakob Varga was. I don't know if he was just a, a nerd, a ski jumping nerd, and he was looking back through the, the scorebooks and, oh, there's something wrong here. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's doing it on this day. Maybe. Maybe so. He, want, oh, he wanted maybe. more detail. Yeah, and he's gone into a lot more detail than we do. So. <laughs> and then that, that maybe that started a whole new podcast where he tried to find him. Yeah. And, and get him his medal. Yeah. That's how podcasts start, really, isn't it? That is well, it's my most interesting podcast start, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not ours. Uh, no, not, unfortunately narcissistic. not. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you learn to be new in isolation every day, don't you? <laughs> when they were young, the world seemed so much fun. And it's on this day with taxi coaches. Thank you for listening. If you want to find more of our episodes you and can why f- wouldn't you well everybody does i mean everyone everyone I, in the world i don't know how they found this one <laughs> i don't know how anyone finds podcasts to be honest it's impossible <laughs> but you can find ours yes. on our website which is uh backseatcoaches.co.uk you can you can get involved with us on facebook we are backseat coaches podcast on facebook we've got a little cheeky page 
or send us a tweet on Twitter at Backseat Coaches. Yeah, we do all kinds of fun stuff on Twitter. I posted a thing about wrestling robots the other day on Twitter. This little video of robots wrestling. So if you want to see that, go to Twitter. You, you get any retweets? No. (laughs) (laughs) You can also find us on Podchaser, which is a good like podcast aggregator. They're pretty cool. Or iTunes. Yeah. And if you do it through iTunes, give us a little five star review. Anywhere you find us, give us five stars, please. Please. If if you see us in the street, just give us like five stars. I love. Oh, do you know? Like Milky Way stars. stars. No Milky Way stars. That's all. Oh, nice. So go and buy some and give them to me. See you, suckers.